With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Struck. As I looked up at the sky, I noticed that the dark clouds that had been gathering over the horizon had drawn closer while I wasn't looking, creating a dark canopy over where I was standing. I only hoped the weather would hold out until my round was over. A little rain on the course wasn't a problem, but from the black, bulbous appearance of the clouds, it looked more like a storm was coming in. I still had a couple of hours left before my time on the 18th green was up, but I'd spent an excess of $100 to play on this course, and the last thing I wanted to do was cut things short and waste my money. Instead, I ignored the clouds, adjusted my stance, and swung the club. Unsurprisingly, I managed to shank the ball off to the right, straight into a group of trees. As I went off to find my missing ball, I felt the first thick droplet of rain hit the top of my head. I put my head down, hoping it would pass over, and trotted into the copse of trees to take my next shot. This time I managed not to make too much of a mess of things and put the ball out through the trees back onto the fairway. Against my luck, the rain had picked up a great deal in the past few minutes. The light shower had escalated into a downpour, creating a curtain of rain that lashed the course. Without a jacket to keep me dry, I decided to cut my losses, and hope that the people at the clubhouse would let me come back another day due to weather conditions. The decision was finalized by the heavy rumble of thunder nearby. The last thing I wanted was to get caught out in a lightning storm. After shoving the club back into the bag, I ran to retrieve the ball. If I had known what was about to happen next, I would have left the damn thing and gone straight home. I was almost at the ball when every hair on my arm stood on end. It came out of nowhere, and then I felt a strange tingling sensation on top of my head. I reached up to touch it, and that's when everything went white, followed by the sound of an explosion. When I came to, I found myself standing in the middle of the golf course, on the exact hole I had been playing. I wasn't sure how long had passed, but the first thing I noticed was that the rain had stopped. I don't mean that the weather had cleared up, but the droplets of rain had been suspended in midair, as though time itself had been put on pause. I couldn't feel any pain, which was surprising since I was sure I was hallucinating.
When I looked around, trying to figure out what was happening, that's when I saw the body. It was lying, crumpled on the ground a short distance away. Something about the person seemed familiar in a way that filled me with a sense of dream. Every instinct told me that I knew who this person was, but I couldn't place the name. I circled around them, trying to get a look at the face, but every step seemed more difficult, as though some force was pulling me back, trying to keep the identity a secret from me. I knelt down and reached out to roll the figure over, but my hand passed straight through the body. Even though this should have worried me, my mind told me that this was perfectly normal, that this was supposed to happen, and in the moment, I accepted that. As I pulled my arm away, the person in front of me shuddered. Pain tore through me for the first time, and this was the moment I realized something was wrong. Even though moments before I had wanted to know who this person was, the thought of unveiling their identity now terrified me. I think deep down I already knew who this person was. It was me. Somehow I was looking down at my own body, which meant only one thing. I was dead. I tried to deny the fact, but the more I fought against the idea, the stronger it became. I was dead. I didn't know how it was possible. One minute I was playing golf, the next I was lying, crumpled on the ground. What had happened? It wasn't like I had dropped dead for no reason, with no warning. Pain shot through me again, more intense than before, almost crippling me. A power beyond my control was drawing me towards the crumpled figure on the ground. This time I wanted to fight it, to get away from the body, but it was stronger than any will I possessed to fight it. Each step brought me more pain, but with the pain came the understanding that I was doing the right thing. I had to go back to the body, my body, so that I could keep on living. Although it wasn't as though I had a choice, my time simply hadn't come yet, and this power, whatever it was, was fixing the mistake. When I finally reached my body, there was no soft, comforting reunion. It was painful, more painful than I had ever felt in my life. It was like I was being forced into a vessel that was far too small to hold me, yet I was being stuffed in there against my will. The first breath was excruciating. My lungs burned as oxygen forced its way inside. But with every gasp of air, the pain began to subside, and breathing became normal again. My entire body tingled and itched from head to toe. It was an odd sensation, combined with the numbing feeling of cold rain pelting me from the sky. Trying to sit up, my body gave out and collapsed back down. Everything hurt. I could barely move. That's when a face came into view. It was blurred and unfamiliar, not a face I recognized, but to be honest, it could have been one of my own family members, and I'm not sure I would have known at the time. 
Stay still. I've called for help. You were struck by lightning, he added, as though he was telling me I'd cut my knee or something. I think the man's calmness helped me keep calm too, though, which I was grateful for. Fortunately, help arrived very soon after, and I was taken to hospital. I received treatment and was released only a day later. But I know for a fact I died on that golf course. Even though I never truly saw the face, I knew it had been me who was lying there on the ground. For a moment, I had been looking down on myself as a spirit or a ghost. Although it was strange, I don't recall being scared, other than the initial point where I realized what had happened. Some people have told me that it was merely a manifestation from my mind as it shut down, and others say it was a spiritual experience. But whatever it was, it's not something I will soon forget. Charged up. My boss had told me it would be safe. I had trusted him when he told me that it was okay to work on the power box, that it was dead. Even afterwards, he swore that it was deactivated and wouldn't accept that he'd made a mistake, a dangerous one. The reality was that I had worked on a live J-Box, an 880-volt three-phase one to be exact. The line had carried more than enough power to be fatal, which it turned out it was. It all happened in an instant. In my profession, that's how it always goes. As an electrician, you quickly gain a solid kind of respect for what energy can do, what it's capable of. I haven't met a single person that has worked in this job who doesn't have a story of themselves or someone they know coming close to death. Far too many things can go wrong. Even when you're careful and follow all the right procedures, it seems as though it's only a matter of time before something goes wrong. For the second that I was conscious, it felt like someone had dumped gas over my entire body and lit a match. I remember seeing a flash, so bright it burned my eyes, and then I was launched backwards. I found out later that it was about 20 to 25 feet that I fell. I was dead before I hit the ground. My heart had stopped, and medically, I was dead. One of the most common questions I get when I tell people my story is if I knew I was dead. The answer is simply, yes. It wasn't as though someone was there to tell me, I just knew. But at the time, it wasn't like I was sad about it either. It's just the way that it was, and I accepted that. What came afterwards was a sense of weightlessness, like I was floating, that's the best way I can describe the feeling. It wasn't like I was floating through water, but rather energy. I felt like I was part of a power that was far greater than myself. It wasn't just me there either, but countless life forms, plants, animals, humans, anything that was once living was there. I have come to call this place the Ocean of Souls, because that's what it was. Countless souls, all floating together in this ocean of energy. Somehow I could understand the thoughts of everything there. They just flowed through me as though they were my own. We were all connected. 
It was the most peaceful place I'd ever been to. I wanted to stay there, but I knew that I couldn't. My time on Earth wasn't done yet. I still had things to experience, things to learn. My time here would come eventually, but not yet. With that thought, my eyes fluttered open, and I saw a metal plate above me. My whole body was in pain, but I managed to move my head enough to look around. I was in an ambulance, being taken to hospital, a place that I wouldn't leave for almost a week. I ended up losing a part of my arm to the accident and suffered major burns over a great deal of my body. Some people might see what happened to me as a tragedy, and don't misunderstand me because I wish that it had never happened either. But what I saw, the state of being that I experienced during those moments of death, is something that I will always carry with me. It brings me a sense of peace and understanding to know what awaits me when my time eventually comes. A lot of people my age fear death and what happens to us when we die. But now I know, because I experienced it, and came back to tell the tale.